Welcome to another episode of the Ghost Love Podcast. So today we have our lovely, lovely friend, Romy, here with us. But Romy, instead of me introducing you, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and all that you do. Sure. Um, I'm Romy Schrader. Um, I'm an actor, among many other things. I'm so excited to be here talking to you today. It's been a, a long time coming. Um, a little bit about me. I live in Toronto, or I newly live in Toronto. I just spent the last three years in Montreal, um, but I grew up here, so I'm happy to be back. And um, I love to cook and read, and um, yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite (laughs) thing that you've cooked this year or the last, like, 18 months that we've been inside all the time? Um, I've been baking pretzels with my friend Haley over FaceTime throughout the pandemic. Um, he used to be a competitive baker. Yeah, it's great. So he's been teaching me. Um, yeah. So you got to, you know, twirl and do the lovely, like, weird thing with the pretzels that they do all the time. (laughs) Yeah. And his are always, like, really, really beautiful. And then mine look like little blobs but they taste great so that's what that's counts that at the end of the day exactly that's all that matters <laughs> awesome so what is other you know other than cooking and moving what is one thing that you did during like the quarantine season that you otherwise wouldn't have had the time to do hmm well I was in school during the pandemic I was in my last year of theater school and um it was a tiny tiny program so we were able to go in and do classes and rehearsals in person all year nice so I feel like compared to everyone else I had a very normal year even though we were all socially distanced and wearing masks (laughs) but something that I did I watched a lot of TV, like a lot of TV, Um, (laughs) which is not something that I've really done before. I mean, I've obviously watched some TV, but I never like, never in the capacity that I did this year. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you watch? Um, I love Gilmore Girls. Very, very much. I've seen that show. <laughs> I actually I just finished rewatching it. So, yeah, it's the third time this year. <laughs> You're making me feel a lot better about myself <laughs> because, same, yeah, I've, I've watched it a lot of times. So, I watched it's that again. Yeah. Um, I also watched New Girl this year. So good. Okay. Okay. And, uh, Breaking Bad. I'd never seen that one before, and a friend of mine watched it with me, but I kept falling asleep while we were watching the show, (laughs) and then he'd already seen it, so he was like, okay, well, uh, yeah, we can go back and watch the episode again, but, like, what is your problem? Just stay awake. It's not boring. It's very interesting. (laughs) Well, you know, I don't, I don't blame, I just say, you know what, you're the one making me watch something at night. You know, it, it's got to be early in the day for me to pay attention. Sure. Otherwise, it's time to sleep, you know? 
Exactly. <laughs> and it's like great to fall asleep to like Brian Cranston's beautiful voice. Just like doing crazy shit on <laughs> on the TV. It's really a treat. Oh man, I love that. It's the best lullaby. Back... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so going back to Gilmore Girls, what team are you on? Because I feel like that's going to define you know the rest oh, of this God. interview. <laughs> Which team for 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 who? For Rory. Like, for Rory. Like the boys. Um, yeah. Which which Okay. 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 Like... Um, I will say Rory is kind of my least favorite character on the show. But oh. I am, I am Team Jess. You are and Team Jess. Okay. I'm Team Jess. Yeah, what about you? <laughs> I'm I'm Team Logan, but that's just because I just love Matt. So I'm like, it's true. It's like, Logan I is go a good one too. Yeah, I always rewatch like season five. I'm like, mm. I'll swap from here. For me, it's honestly anyone except for Dean. I don't like Dean. Exactly. Yeah. I, know. I love <laughs> yeah. Jared. Like, Jared's fantastic, but Dean's character is a little problematic for me. It's not true. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. But what about Lorelai, though? Oh, definitely Luke. I love her and Luke. Okay. Like, I, I, love I do them. love Luke, but Max Medina, a gem. That's stone. true. Yes. Yes. That was, voice the guy, that the guys on this show are actually really good. So. <laughs> Great, yeah. <laughs> so oh, sweet. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. So, you know, like right out of the gate, we're talking about Gilmore Girls. I could be Girl. happier. Exactly, exactly. And, and then we're gonna talk about coffee, and then I think you know it's gonna be a <laughs> sandwich of conversations. <laughs> Absolutely, I think. I will blame a little bit of my coffee addiction on Gilmore Girls because I remember when I was a kid. Gilmore Girls would be on the like playing when I got home from school and so I like secretly watch it while my parents were elsewhere doing their own thing and I was like when I'm an adult I'm gonna be so cool and drinking coffee all the time and now I am drinking coffee all the time all the time yeah I'm not gonna say that it's connected but it very well could but be but it could be but mm-hmm. it could be exactly just you know yeah we'll just blame it on Lorelai it's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do it is entirely yeah, exactly. helpful <laughs> Awesome. So, you know, at the beginning, we kind of talked about how you are an actress and that's that is what you do. You went to theater school. So definitely very well versed in the acting world. So I wanted to ask what kind of inspired you to begin acting in the first place? Hmm, that is a really good question. And I should probably have a better answer, but I don't I don't know that there was one specific thing. There isn't a moment that I can point to. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of always something that I wanted to do. And I was, I was a really shy kid. So whenever we do, in my primary school, when we do school plays, I didn't get big roles because yeah. I was very, very quiet. Um, but then as I got older, I got more sure of myself and more willing to take up space. And yeah. uh, I come from like a very creative artistic family um Mm -hmm. there are a lot of artists in the family so it was always something that I was around uh and it just kind of happened 
and here I am today. <laughs> and here you are today. Yeah. I always find, you know, it's it's kind of funny that all those shy people end up being actors and actresses and you're just like, you know, and, and you don't really assume that that's going to happen because yeah. acting takes a lot of like kind of being out there and then like extroverted at times. Right. But then mm-hmm. that's not always the case because you can bring in like previous feelings and emotions into characters and stuff right so yeah I love that and I love that you're around creative I find I'm a creative person so I'm like always like I love being around creative so definitely yeah. really nice to hear <laughs> <laughs> and now you're in Toronto so you know that's as creative as it can possibly get in Ontario. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's true yeah so yeah. what would you say is your favorite thing about acting Oh, it's a loaded question. It really is. Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is every once in a while you get your hands on like a really, really good script. Um, I can think of a few moments in my life where I've, I've read a play or, or like a script for a film or a TV series. And I've been like, Oh, I have to be a part of this. I, I don't know what what it is about it, but I it is my one true mission in life to somehow be a part of bringing this yeah. to life. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's always such a special moment. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, I'm not an actress by any means. I, like, laugh every time I try to do those, like, point-of-view TikToks. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't be, like, serious. <laughs> but I love talking to people who act because you really get to just see them versus the characters that they play or, you know, like mm-hmm. them versus the persona that gets put on them. And it's just, like, it's very, very cool because I'm like, you guys are so cool. I love it. I wish I was talented as that, but I just take pictures, which is pretty talented. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any secrets as to how you kind of get into any of the roles um, or like the mindset of the characters that you play? Is there anything that you kind of learned that you just picked up or anything? Um, like my favorite trick is... Um, when I'm learning my lines, I kind of do a mindless activity while that's happening. Okay. So I'll like roll up some socks and like toss them at the wall as I'm learning my lines. Okay. So it becomes kind of mindless as I'm internalizing it or washing dishes. It's great okay. folding laundry. Um, and so that I can just be like super present because I haven't been over analyzing everything that I'm saying as I'm yes. learning it, yeah. and yeah. then yeah. Yeah. when I'm in the moment, I can just see what I'm feeling in that moment, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time when I was starting out, I would make all of these plans of what a, what a scene would feel like, and, and what I would say, and how my partner would respond, and then, and then I'd craft this whole arc by myself, and then I'd get into the mm-hmm. room, and of course, my partner is <laughs> doing their own thing. They have no idea what my secret little plan is. Um, and so it totally backfires and it also like kept me super, super in my head and really focused on myself rather than what was being offered to me. And I think my favorite, one of my favorite parts about being an actor is like how collaborative it is, especially in theater. I find, um, it's always very, like everyone is bringing something super special to the table and we're all meeting in the middle and creating something together. So yeah. 
why would I do everyone else's jobs for them in my head? That is so silly. Yeah. Unless you just text them and you're like, so this is your role. This is what you're going to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Then you become the director, but you know, you can still do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I love that. I love, I love that the aspect that you brought in. That's like, it's a team effort. It's not just me. It's everyone else was involved in the production too. And then their thoughts and emotions and, that's like my been my favorite thing about just talking to people in the creative field because I'm like mm-hmm. everyone assumes you know from the outside looking in it's just it's a me thing I I'm the one that's acting and that's it but it really is very collaborative um, mm-hmm. which I love so yeah I love that that's so good see I knew it I knew <laughs> I was like I was like I feel like this is gonna be like lovely TED talk and I'm here for it <laughs> oh that's so sweet so we're gonna transition into our next section and this is actually like one of become one of my favorite ones just to see how people's minds just start wait what just happened type of thing and it is actually going to be diving into Ginny and Georgia a little bit but before we do that we're gonna play a fun game um we played this game with (laughs) everyone we've had on from Ginny and Georgia and the game is who said it so I'll be giving you a line and then you will just have to tell me who it is and bonus points if you get the scene. If you can remember the oh, scene. Oh no, so. I'm so nervous. Okay. <laughs> no, you got this. <laughs> awesome. So the first line is I quit being a mom. The hours are long and the pay sucks. Oh, oh, that's Jen. Um, Ellen. Yes. Wow, okay. Look at you see, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good start. After a good start, exactly. All right, the next line is a fall in a ditch. Is that Sarah? Yes, it is. <laughs> I love that. I always laugh because we're always like, yeah, tell us the character. And they're like, Sarah, Jen, Brie. I'm like, sure, that works too for us. <laughs> oh, character names, character names. Okay. Character names or people names, both are, we know both of them, so we're good. I will say my first day on set, um, everyone was introducing themselves to me and they were like, hi, I'm Sarah, I play Max. And I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to, I'm going to like mess up everyone's name. It's going to be such a disaster. And then of course it never happened, but I was so nervous. I mean, any social event, you're always like, I'm not going to remember your name until someone says it a couple (laughs) times. Yeah, especially when people are introducing themselves with double names. That's true. That's, that's confusing. True. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Definitely. I, I totally get that. I get that. <laughs> so the next line is, we're like the penguins. We can't fly, but we can learn to swim. Oh, oh, I remember this scene. Um, is it Nate? No, 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 it's, 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 um, it's Nikki in, in the flashback. Oh, such a cute (laughs) scene. It's so sweet. Oh my, all the, all the young Georgia scenes make me want to cry every time because I'm like, it's just so emotional. You're like, I just want to hug you and keep you bubble wrapped and away from this world. But also like the, all of the Georgia Zion scenes, I like, they're all so so beautifully written I mean the whole show is so well written but those ones especially the the arc is so consistent to the flashbacks 
from the flashbacks to the current scenes, but I can never know which one is in the past and which one is in the future because everyone is like so on the same page. Yeah, no, it's it's very like it's very the it flows very well throughout all the mm-hmm. episodes, which I love. Like it's it's been it's been good. I need to rewatch it actually. I'm like I've been waiting. <laughs> Maybe this week we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so the next line is no pants, no dare. Oh, oh, that one's um at sophomore sleepover, right? Uh, yeah. It's not Colton, is it? No. I think it actually. I I I don't know the guy's name. Oh, uh, Jordan, Jordan. But it's yes. not him. Oh, it is him. It is Jordan. Yes, it is Jordan. <laughs> Yay! Oh, this is fun. <laughs> I think I think you might actually be the first person who got this one. I want to say, because most people say Tyson, and I'm like, oh, mm. Mel usually takes this one. But... Yeah. All right, the next one is, she asked me for weed. She wasn't that friendly. Oh, that's Felix. Yes. <laughs> wow, she, she, you're, you're killing this game today. Look at you go. I am so happy. <laughs> I, was, I was nervous when you were explaining the rules. I was like... <laughs> I don't, I, I think I've only seen this show once. I don't know. I don't know if I'll, if I'll be able to do this. No, you're, you're doing good so far. So you're good so far. The next line is cool people don't say they're cool. Is that Jenny? It is Jenny. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm wow. guessing most of these. I'm just going with my gut. Well, going, my you know, memory. when a no pick C, right? When a no pick exactly, C, I'm here for Exactly. <laughs> the next line is, your mom sort of scares me. Is that Abby? Mm. Oh, no. When in doubt, pick C. And it failed me. Um, Who are your other options? My other options, I don't think it would be Nora. Is it Mason? It is Mason, yes. (laughs) Just oscillating wildly between actor names and character names. It's all the same. (laughs) All the same. It all works. It all works. I think you'll get this next one. Um, It's, that's such a bummer. There are no good gays here. Oh, that's Max. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple pretty easy ones in here just, you know, to, mm-hmm. make, to make it easier for everyone. So keep you confident. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one is through the lens is how the world makes sense to me. It's Zion, right? It is Zion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're honestly Really good. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Yay! Oh, I'm proud of me. I'm proud of us. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So just a couple more. The next one is, you're amazing, you're the best, and I'm just over it. Oh, I remember this scene. It's it's Abby, isn't it? It is Abby, yes. Oh. <laughs> she said that line so well. Yeah, Katie, Katie did fantastic with this line. All her lines are, I'm just... Everyone, I'm just like in awe of everyone. So I'm happy. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, the next line is, unless your name is Jesus, I don't think your birthday counts as a holiday. <laughs> is it, um, is that free? Mm. No. Is it Jenny? It is Jenny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one I think is also another easy one. It's okay. Happy Friday. Oh, gee, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's Hunter, the most that famous is. line of the show. <laughs> I think. It, I I think so too. I think that one is the one a lot of people it resonated with everyone, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. The next one is I will not be doing that. That's um Nora in the slap scene. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite moments in the whole show. I just laugh because it's just slap slap. I'm I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. She's like cutting myself out of here. <laughs> All right, two more. Um, indifference is the best revenge. I feel like that's either Jenny or Georgia, but I'm not sure which one. I'm gonna go with Jenny. Yeah. Ah, yay! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the last one, this one's Mel's favorite line in the entire show. And it's just, ah. Just, ah? Uh? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, my instinct is to say that it's Katie because she would just make a lot of random sounds as she was saying her lines, which I love. But I feel like that's wrong. And so I'm going to ignore my instinct. I'm just giving you my mental process now. I'm here for um, this. I'm here for this mental process. Is it Felix? It is Felix. Ah! <laughs> wow. So you have done oh. the best on this game so far. I hope you know really? that. Wow. Yeah. I, that's going to go straight to my head. <laughs> You could just, you know, get a plaque. We'll give you a plaque that just says, you know, won the Who Said A game at the mm -hmm. end of it. Because you only got one wrong, so good good for you. I'm here to win. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, it's like competitive well, nature, you know. It really is. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, so, you, yeah, see, I, I was like, I should have maybe told her to, you know, rewatch the show before we do our interview, but clearly you didn't need to do a rewatch. Just spend 10 hours straight <laughs> watching it. Just 10, yeah, just binge it, right? <laughs> what else are we doing? Nothing. Right? Well, I mean, <laughs> now, the, now we can go to the movies, so I don't know if I'd want to sit at home if we could just go to the movies, but we'll see. Sure, that's true. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So, you know, if anyone hasn't noticed by now, uh, you were on Netflix's Ginny and Georgia and you played Samantha. <laughs> so before yeah. we kind of dive into Ginny and Georgia a little bit, we wanted to ask, how did you get your role and like, what was the audition process like for that role? Um, well, I auditioned over the summer while I was mm -hmm. not in school and I had this mm -hmm. backpacking trip planned with two of my friends. 
And I called my agent and I was like, listen, if you find me something short and sweet for the summer, that would be sweet. But also, like, I'm going back to school in the fall, so let's take it easy. Because I went to this very rigorous, intense theater program that uh, they didn't like you missing school. So she sent me the breakdown and the audition and she was like, this could be fun. Um, Give it a shot if you want. And I was like, sure. I have no problem with that. So yeah. I go into the audition and I run into so many of my friends in the waiting room. And I was like, this is so great. And as I was, I was preparing, I was like, I don't think I could get this role. I, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to go in and have fun and see what happens. And so usually mm-hmm. you're sitting in the waiting room and everyone's like very serene and peaceful. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, hey, how are you? I haven't seen you in so long, <laughs> chatting with all my friends. And they were like, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Um, the, this is the like <laughs> And then they called me in, and I went in, and I, I did the audition, and I just had so much fun. And they were like, that's great. Mm-hmm. Could you do it one more time as if you are the most important person in the room and you really don't care about what anyone has to say? And I was like, Mm-hmm. could I do it one more time as if I'm the most important person in the room absolutely. absolutely so I did it a second time and they were like great thanks see ya and then the next a few days later I was like okay off to France I go on this little trip with my friends and I land in France and we're unpacking our things and my agent calls me and she's like hey how's it going where are you and I was like Paris and she was like oh um did I know that? And I was like, maybe? I think I forgot to tell you. And she was like, okay, um, well, you got offered this job. Here's when it's happening. Feel free to come back and do that. And luckily it all lined up with when I was planning on being home anyway. But there were a few days that I like had to get special permission to miss school and my school was in Montreal, so I would uh, do a day of school, get on the 9 p.m. bus to Toronto and uh, get to make here at, like, here. 3 in the morning and then uh, go to work all day and then take the night bus back to Montreal for class the next day. So it was a very dramatic oh um, experience, but it was a lot of fun. I wouldn't yeah. have had it any other way. <laughs> I mean, maybe not that. I mean, though, you could sleep on the 9 p.m. bus to Toronto, so... Not yeah. bad of a of a trip back. It's true. It also made for like a really funny story because I'd get to set at yes. like five in the morning, and they'd yeah. be like, "Hey, how how are you? How's your night?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I just got into Toronto like two hours ago. Feeling great. <laughs> feeling good. So feeling happy great. to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take a nap. You know, might need a nap later or some coffee. Yeah. Whichever one comes first. <laughs> All of it. Both." Both, exactly, exactly. No, mm-hmm. I love that. And I mean, like, we'll talk about France and stuff, and I'm glad that you still got to enjoy your trip because, I mean, backpacking is, like, I think everyone's goal in life is to just backpack through Europe. So we'll yeah, definitely dive into so that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, you have watched the show and you've been in the show. So what would you say is kind of, like, your favorite episode or, like, scene um that resonates with you even after you have been watched it and it's been a couple months since it's been out Mm -hmm. oh um 
I think my favorite episode, I don't know if this is a real answer, but I loved watching the first episode because I had no idea what to expect. And then anytime anyone did anything, I was like, oh my God, look how great this person is. They're wonderful. This is so exciting. Um, but my favorite scene, oh, any of the Padma scenes. I love Becky. Yeah. She's yeah. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And um, the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. I loved shooting that scene. It was so fun. Yeah. We, we've, we've heard stories about the Halloween party and the amount of retakes <laughs> that needed to be done for specific scenes and shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Lo- I love that because it just feels like just friends hanging out at the end of the day, right? So... And we shot so late into the night that day. Um, It was also uh, Suds who was directing that episode. It was his last day on the show. And so he brought a beaver tail truck. And so at like one in the morning, we were all sitting there eating beaver tails. It was so great. And we were all like in Halloween costumes in early September or something like that. (laughs) It was wonderful. So what's your what's your go to beaver tail um, order? Mm. I'd say the classic cinnamon sugar. Okay, okay. the cinnamon sugar one. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nice. I love that one. Or the Nutella one. Depends. Am I in chocolate mood or am I in just that beaver tail mood? Right? It's so. true. <laughs> I I laugh because every time I mention beaver tails to anyone, they're like, "Who's not Canadian?" They'll be like, "Like you guys eat like." The tails of beaver? I'm like, no. Yes, we do. <laughs> it just, yeah, it, yeah. Actually, I should just say that now. I'd be like, yeah, we have <laughs> moose and lemonade loose and eat the tails of beavers, because why not? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so what would you say is like your favorite memory from set? You've already mentioned, you know, people would introduce themselves with their two names and you'd be like, ah, I'm not going to remember any of this, but... From filming and just being on set, what was kind of like a, a favorite memory or a funny story that you that you can share? Um, well, my last day was, I was very sick. I had like mm-hmm. this cold sinus situation mm-hmm. and I came in sounding like, like someone who'd been smoking a pack a day for 80 years. I have no idea what happened. We were filming the um, the scene in uh, the cafe where mm-hmm. I come in and order a very extensive latte. Um, and then uh, Jenny asks if something's going on. And I'm like, oh, are you sad? I'm so sorry. That must suck for you. And, um, and so I got there and I was like, listen, guys, I don't know what's going on with my voice. It's crazy. And, um, hair and makeup ladies were like, do not worry. We got you. And they just like kept giving me water and vitamin C pills. And then I felt much better and I sounded less crazy, but then we wrapped at like, 1 30 in the morning probably and Tony and Mason and I were like well should we just go to a karaoke bar until it closes (laughs) 
and no, spend the rest of the night there. In the morning. Exactly. So we went to this karaoke bar, got a room. My phone was dying, and I, I the only outlet was on the ceiling. So Mason was yep. like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'll lift you, and you can plug your phone into the outlet on the ceiling and balance it on the door frame. It'll be great. And then we stayed out until very late. And then I um, went to the airport and hopped on a plane to Montreal because it was too late to take the bus. And then I... <laughs> I um, got back to Montreal at like, because the, the plane was, took off at six. So I got to yeah. Montreal at seven and then went to school for my 8.30 a.m. class. Oh, no. The next day, it was so hectic, but I loved it. <laughs> oh, I love that's. But see, these are stories you wouldn't have otherwise, right? Exactly. Like, I'll yeah. take the stories. I'll take the stories. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's funny because we used to go to karaoke bars, obviously, 2019 when, when we could. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, I need to charge my phone. It's up here. So guess we're not charging the phone today. Or, you know, do we really trust these people to give them my phone for like an hour? I don't know. We'll see. So it's just funny. All, all I think all of the ones in Ontario, just the, the plugs in the wall or right on top of the door frame or like in the weirdest place you can even think of. And you're like, yeah. Get your friend to lift you, boost you up to the ceiling. You won't regret it. I got to get that for next time. Next time. (laughs) Absolutely. So we know that Jane and Georgia got renewed for a second season. So is there Mm -hmm. anything, you know, that you would want to see, whether, you know, as a viewer or someone who knows kind of a little bit more of the story Mm. that might not have made it to the final cut, um, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really curious to see what happens with Georgia. Who mm-hmm. is she going to give Joe a chance? I hope so. I'm Team Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, I have You're no idea. You're just Team J name, apparently, though. I'm Jesse, Jess, and so. Joe. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's my new brand. I'm taking that and Team running. <laughs> Yeah, I I really want to know what happens, um, but mm-hmm. that's just because I have that secret agenda. Um, yes, obviously, want to know what's going on with Mang. Yeah, who knows? I hope I hope they um they make up because it's not good to fight with your friends over boys. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely definitely not worth it. Mm-mm. Not worth it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I love that. And I think I think we'll get a lot in season two that we didn't even know we wanted, and we'll be like, "Ah, the answers we weren't looking for, but we got." Love that. Oh my god, I know Sarah and all of the writers and Deb and everyone who made that show. Their brains are crazy. How do they come up with these things? I have no idea, but I'm so here for it. Yeah, there was there was a moment when I watched the show, and I was like what am I, wait, what is happening? What episode did I miss? Did I miss something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> there is but so no, much going on. Oh my goodness, it's crazy. It's crazy, but mm-hmm. it's a good show, so we can't complain about that either, so. <laughs> true, true. No complaints for me. Exactly. 
So, you know, we know that uh, Jenny Georgia did get a lot of audience reception, especially when Mm -hmm. it first came out. It was number one on Netflix for weeks and weeks on end. Did you expect (laughs) this type of reaction and reception or were you kind of just like, what is happening? What do I do? No, it was (laughs) crazy. We have a little group chat and every day people would send updates and we'd all be like, what is going on? This is amazing. Um, obviously I can only speak for myself, but I, um, this was like the, the first big real production I'd ever been a part of. Um, and just, I was I couldn't have imagined that people would love it as much as they, as much as they do. Um, but it was really beautiful to see how well received it was because everyone put so much of themselves into it and, and so much hard work went into making the show. And it wasn't like a, a huge budget production by mm-hmm. any means. Like it was very scrappy um, in the best mm-hmm. way possible. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. They really like enforced the idea for me that, like you can do anything that you set your mind to. Sarah had never yeah. had never created a show before. Um, mm-hmm. Like a lot of people were, and a lot of the team is very young. Um, yeah. So it, it was a new experience for a lot of people. It certainly was for me, and so it was really, really wonderful to see just yeah. how well it did. I'm so proud yeah. of everyone. Yeah, no, and I mean, I've been joking this entire time. I'm like, you know, you know, a show is filmed in Toronto, when, and it's yeah. like, you know, the people on it I've seen before on other shows that are also filmed in Toronto, but mm-hmm. I have, a, I'm like, I know these places. I could probably walk down the street and find them because <laughs> they're not that. <laughs> like, the, yeah. it's, it's also the home aspect, right? And I think that's what makes it a little bit nicer because you, you don't really mm-hmm. feel like you're out of comfort zone and out of comfort level you're very much totally. just in family kind of mode right which you can see on and off the screen right so I think that's really yeah. cool about this show that's um, such a sweet way of putting that but I totally agree yeah <laughs> I got you I got you I don't just... <laughs> so we're gonna get into a little bit of the deeper side of, of the podcast episode and this is when I love to just like let you just speak on different things that I don't think get talked about too often, um, especially with the way that social media and just life works right now. So, you know, before we dig into everything, I want to ask, like, do you experience performance anxiety? And especially because, you know, you're a theater kid. So definitely with plays, I think it's a lot more intense than being able to say, sorry, can we can we re-record? I messed up one or stumbled on a line. Um, and if yes, how do you kind of deal with that fear of like messing up or stumbling or you know forgetting a line or something like that Mm -hmm. um I I used to be very nervous Mm -hmm. never during the performances but in rehearsals I I would get a little nervous um Mm -hmm. and then I had a teacher um tell me once that she said it very harshly, and I, I, I don't yeah. think, I think the sentiment is great, but the message could have been delivered in a more empathetic way, but she told me mm. that 
if I was going to be wrapped up in myself and embarrassed that I shouldn't be an actor. And then I was like, well, that is kind of aggressive. But then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? She's right because I'm not serving the story. Nobody cares Mm -hmm. about me. People are going to, I mean, not nobody cares about me, but like, I'm not doing a good job if I'm just in my head and focused on what other people yeah. think of me. Yeah. And so it was a long process, but I, I learned to let that go. And um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really get too worried about that stuff anymore just because I love my job. I love yeah. being an actor so much and it's such a, such a pleasure, like going to work and just playing with yeah really cool people all day um mm-hmm. and so I don't know I think you know humans make mistakes nobody's perfect I can't mm-hmm. expect myself to be perfect I can't hold myself to a different standard than I do yeah. anybody else and so mm-hmm. I just go in and try to have fun and then if something goes wrong then I mean sometimes not ideal but there's always something to learn. Yeah, no, and, and I think that's important, right, especially in that creative field. You know, I find it as a photographer, I'm like, okay, I might mess up one time, but then you learn from it and you're like, okay, how do I not do that thing again? Or how do I make sure yeah. I avoid that thing again? So I think all the yeah. creative fields tend to be, you messed up, okay, fine. Let's just move past it and see how do you, what can we learn that we can then apply later on, right? Rather than just, yeah to that type of thing yeah I remember this is kind of a dramatic example but there was a project that I was working on recently that one of the actors had to like throw a glass of juice at someone and a lot of the juice got on the camera and uh the director kind of freaked out and it was crazy and then in the end we were watching it all back and it looked really really cool and it made it into the um the final cut but okay. I think mistakes are beautiful. There's always yeah. a silver lining. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. Yeah. And, you know, going, going off of that, I think another thing that comes with this field is there's a lot of rejection, not just like mm-hmm. in acting, but also any creative field when, where you have to kind of put yourself out there. I feel like there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of no's. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, not not everyone deals with it the same way. Obviously, everyone deals with it in their own way. Um, so what kind of is your way of dealing with rejection, getting past that mm-hmm. no that does tend to come? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and honestly, that is something that I'm working on. Um, I think something that's been a real learning curve for me is that mm-hmm. for actors, you don't usually get a no you just get radio silence um so like how it works is you go out and you do your audition and then if if they like you they'll uh bring you back for a callback or I don't know sometimes they skip that part and they'll cast you but if not then you won't hear anything from them and then after a certain Mm. amount of time you can guess that it's a no yeah but um what I've been trying to do is 
I used to get an audition and if I felt good about it, I'd start like planning my entire life around like, oh, if I get this job, then, then I, I won't be able to do this thing in October because it's shooting in October, um, yeah. which is very silly and makes the disappointment so much worse. But yeah. um, I've been learning to like get an audition, put my all into it, do my best. Mm-hmm. And then, and then let it go and wait, mm-hmm. and or not wait, let it go and move on with my life. And then, yeah. And then if they, uh, you know, if the stars align and it works out, then that's great. But if they don't, then mm-hmm. I, I know that I did what I could. And it yeah. really isn't ever about you or the work that you've done. It's there are so many factors that yeah. go into mm-hmm. the casting process, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You really just go in with your best foot forward and then it's yeah. it's out of your hands. Exactly. And even if it is ends up being, you know, the director or the cast uh, person who chooses, who mm-hmm. a casting director or director or producer, whoever yeah. was in the audition now knows who you are. And it's like, maybe exactly. you might not fit for this project, but maybe there's another project that can come up and you're like, hey, maybe this, and then they already know you, so it's not like, it's like a, who is this again? It's, they kind of have an understanding on who you are, because you would have seen you before, which is kind of cool, I think, in my opinion. Not yeah. Working. Love networking. Oh, <laughs> me too. I love talking to new people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hence why we're doing this. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, you know, the entertainment industry is a little brutal in the sense of it's very competitive, and mm-hmm. It's a lot of like, you know, elbows up and got to make my way in my own lane type of thing. So there's a lot of comparison and there's a lot of looking at, you know, this actress is in this at this age and I'm here older than her and I'm not doing anything. How do you kind of deal with that struggle that comes with comparing yourself to other people um, with life in general, not just career wise? Yeah, that's, these are big questions. Oh God. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, it's been interesting because a lot of my closest friends are actors. Um, And so balancing like envy with being proud and happy for your Mm -hmm. friends is always Mm -hmm. an interesting thing to reckon with, I guess. But Mm -hmm. I think... I think more and more I'm learning to uh, something that's been important to me has been focusing on myself rather than the people yeah. around me. And and yeah. when my friends get cool opportunities, I I'm happy for them. And it's it's really wonderful to see mm-hmm. the people you love thriving. In yeah, I don't know. I think competitiveness is a given in such a Mm -hmm. crazy hustly industry that's not a word Mm -hmm. but um I'll take it I'll take that word (laughs) (laughs) but once you take the competition out of it and and really look within and and if I feel like I did the best work that I could possibly do then I'm happy it's on the days Mm -hmm. that I know that I could have worked harder or that I could have put more effort in Mm-hmm. that I, I end up getting a little down on myself. But mm-hmm. if if I really did put my best foot forward, um, 
I don't really feel the need to compare yeah. myself yeah. to other people. Yeah, no, yeah. I love that. And I think, I think that's the thing, right? It's very, it's a personal field as well as it is very network filled, mm-hmm. right? Because it is you and your career. It's not what this person's doing or what that person's doing. It's just yeah, society exactly. tells you otherwise. So it's like, okay, society, <laughs> take a chill both things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so my last question in this heavy kind of topic before we get to some like fun ones, which are some of my favorite is, uh, what advice would you give someone who wants to get into this field, um, whether it's theater or just acting or any entertainment kind of industry job itself? Ooh, what advice, what advice would I have wanted when I was starting out? Yeah. I think just. I think there's a lot of pressure for for new actors to to take a bunch of classes and do a bunch of workshops and mm-hmm. like check a lot of boxes that I think might be unnecessary for some people mm-hmm. and and find what you love about it and start there and then yeah yeah, I don't think it needs to be a job right away. And mm-hmm, even, mm-hmm. you know, there are some parts of the job that aren't super fun. Um, yeah. But, but like, you're allowed to luxuriate in the parts that yeah. you enjoy. Because yeah. why would you do it otherwise? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and, I mean, it is a saying, right? If you love what you do, it's not really a job because... Mm-hmm you want to wake up to go to set or you want to wake up to film that self tape or go to that. Yeah, exactly. I don't like waking up at four in the morning to like (laughs) go do a fitting before the sun rises before a day of shooting. But, but I will because I, because I love my job and and that's a part of it. And um, at the end of the day, it adds to the adventure of it all. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So we're going to switch gears to like some really, really fun questions. And I think this is when we really get to know who you are um, (laughs) because of the types of questions. So the first one I'm going to ask is what is the craziest food combination that you have ever had? And I'm talking like CNE or travel wise. Like, crazy food combination. Mm. Well, I've been vegan for like a, a couple of years now, and okay. some of the things that they use to substitute like cheese, pretty wacky. It's pretty out there. <laughs> I don't even know what so many of the things that I consume are. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I will eat most things that fall within the vegan category um but I can't think of one thing off the top of my head okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I mean some I mean someone once told us bugs at CME deep fried bugs deep fried bugs that's crazy I love that and I'm like Well, when the CNE is back up and running, maybe next year. I don't think they're doing it this year, but then you can have some deep fried bugs. And that then you can tell me what you me. think. The deep fried bugs? 
I'll, I'll bring a friend and make them do it and I'll report yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's all we, that's yeah. all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> um, you're definitely a traveler. You didn't get to, you know, you were talking about how you were in France when you got the role of mm-hmm. Sam. Um, so what's like your favorite place that you've ever traveled to? And, and tell us a little bit about that. Cause mm. I'm, I'm going to live vicariously through you now. That's, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Amazing. Um, when I was 13, yes, I did, um, like this exchange program thing, um, with, um, a girl from Indonesia. Her name was Paramita and I love her so much. She's so cute. She's the sweetest person I've ever met in my entire life. And we spent, uh, three weeks living with her family and then she came here and spent three weeks with my family mm-hmm. and um we went on a little family trip to bali when i was there and it okay. was the most wonderful time of my life i bought so many pairs of like really cool pants um or <laughs> i didn't buy that many pairs but i was like really into the like really comfy genie pants yeah. now every year on my birthday and on christmas I mean, I don't celebrate Christmas, but they do. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I'm a Jew. That would be weird. Um, but <laughs> they they send me a little packet with a pair of pants because oh. they were like, you were so excited about these pants. We hope you're well. And then I send them That's maple so syrup paraphernalia. <laughs> um, but some very fond memories from that oh, adventure I for sure. That. That's so cute. I love that. I love that you guys are still talking too. That's so that's so cool. We text all the time. She's really sweet. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. All right. The next question, yeah. which I think will derail us a little bit, um, okay. is a coffee question. So I I'm ready. Know, where is your favorite spot to go to for coffee? And what mm. is your go-to coffee order? Spring, like summer and okay. winter, because we all have our, you know, winter's a bit different in terms of Mm -hmm. the orders that we get so (laughs) it's true it's true yeah oh my favorite spot to get coffee Mm. well I was a barista for many many years I worked in many coffee shops across Toronto okay I found that sometimes when I go back to my old work they're like oh my god Romy hi here have some coffee um (laughs) so free coffee is the best kind of coffee, always a good in my thing. opinion. Always a good thing, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that's kind of a cop out of an answer. Um, uh, I really like um, the Good Neighbor, the little okay. coffee shop in Toronto. They've got a couple of locations, okay. and you know, drip coffee always a win. Um, mm. But I do love me a good latte or a, a cappuccino. Yes. Those are really fun. I found yeah. that I order a lot of coffee in the winter because my hands get really cold. And so yeah, I so have something to hold. will hold it and yeah. walk around just holding a cup of coffee. Just, just holding um, it like right here. Yeah. <laughs> so that your face and- gets warm too. It's not like I could just invest in a pair of gloves, but that would probably Coffee. be a better <laughs> option in the long run. But but um, 
Yeah. I also, for some reason, drink warm coffee in the summer as well. Mm -hmm. I do like iced coffee. I don't know why, but I, my instinct is always to order. Yeah. A latte or a cappuccino or something. Yeah. No fair. I'm I'm the same way depending on where I go. So like Starbucks Mm -hmm. always like give me cold drinks there because it's just Mm. easier. But then, like, coffee, like, you know, those cute little coffee shops on, like, Lakeshore and stuff. I'm like, give me a hot coffee, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Sweet. Give me something sweet. But your choice. Um, Recently, though, recently I've just been drinking a lot of just, like, straight up black coffee. I don't know why. I don't know what has become of me. But (laughs) maybe I'm, like, living out some, like, bohemian artistic New York fantasy. And this is my way of doing it. But there I've been go. enjoying it. It's been great. <laughs> I, I've cut down on the sugar in my coffee, but I haven't been able to cut down mm. the cream. But, like, at least it's cream and not milk. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's a step, at least, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I support this for you. I think, Thank I you. think Thank you. coffee is for pleasure. So oh, add all that sugar. Oh, 100%. <laughs> All right, so just a couple more questions for you. Um, We have, like, a lovely playlist that we keep adding, like, all of our guests' favorite songs um, Mm. when they do the interviews. Because, you know, songs change. Favorite songs change every couple of days sometimes. Mm -hmm. So what are your top two favorite songs right now? Oh, okay. I'm the kind of person that I'll like listen to the same song over and over and over again until I get bored of it. Mm-hmm. Which can and be the... like a month later or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. And like usually that happens really quickly. Not really quickly, but just like. Okay. But um, it'll be like a couple of days and I'll just listen to the same thing so many times that I'm like okay this is enough <laughs> next please but the two yeah. songs that I never get bored of are mm-hmm. The Feeling by Sammy Ray and the Friends okay she's yeah so they're all so wonderful and oh, it's just yeah. such a party of a song mm-hmm. and then the other one my friend Bronte Hunter just released this beautiful single called The Time Is Now And she sounds so good, and it's such a beautiful song, and it's so poetic and just makes me so sad in the best way. (laughs) Um, And she's releasing an album soon, so you should give it a listen. She's fantastic. Yeah, definitely give it a listen, (laughs) of course. I love supporting, like, especially, like, Canadian artists, because I'm like, we're cool people, so we can support hometown, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's from, like, a tiny, tiny town near Stratford, Ontario. Okay. She's great. I I love that woman. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Um, So what would you say is an artist that you can listen to on repeat and never get tired of? Hmm. Probably Sammy Ray and the Friends. So many... So many bops. It's a great time. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. So many yeah, like know, crazy riffs and lots of saxophones. Yeah, yeah. So I love it. Yeah, I know. I love that. I love that answer. I'm here for this answer. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, this question might be a little bit hard to answer, but it is one of our favorites to ask. And it is, okay. if you would pick a song that walks that plays every time you walk into a room, what would that song be? So your walkout song. Oh, like for everyone or just for me? I hear the song. No, everyone hears it. Like it's like the song that gets blasted it. through the speakers. Yeah. <laughs> um for some reason this is I would hate this if it was true in real life but my first instinct was circus by Britney Spears <laughs> but that's not true I would hate it if every time I walked into a room oh no I started playing but that's the answer I'm sticking with that's the answer that's I think mm-hmm. that that would be a fun walkout song in my opinion everyone would turn so. around and be like who is coming in yeah, or like yeah. um, TikTok by Kesha. I'm thinking like, what are songs that would grab an entire room? Everyone's attention. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think those are two solid answers. I'm here for those answers. I also think Sarah Lampert would really support my um my Britney answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. So if you could switch bodies with someone for an entire day and you get like their thoughts, their emotions, everything, oh. dead or alive, who would it be? Dead or alive? Oh, Meryl Streep. I want to oh. know how that woman lives. She is doing something right. Yeah. Or, yep. or Helena Bonham Carter. Okay. Because I would like to see what's going on in her closet. And I want to know if yes. she's actually as out there as she seems to be because those two icons they're iconic yeah they're they're iconic iconic brilliant women yeah Yeah. (laughs) and the last question we have for you that we'd love to end our interview off with is what is the most useless talent that you have oh my god that's a great question I have so many useless talents um or just like so many useless things that I've spent my days doing. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, God. What can I do? Um, I mean, it was useful at a time, but I can carry many plates at once. I was a server for a very long time. Not really useful anymore. Yeah. Unless you're having like a really big dinner party or something and you're clearing the table. That's true. But like, I would hope that if I was hosting a really big dinner party, I would be like good enough friends with the people who were coming that they would help me carry (laughs) things. Carry their own plate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine? It's like 25 people sitting at a table and you're like, no one's moving. I guess I'm taking all the plates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Romy, thank you so much for coming on and chatting. I legitimately feel like I just like talk to my friend. I'm like Aww. catch up with friends. Me too. You are so, so sweet. Fun. Love it. Love you. Um, and thank supporting you. you in everything that you do. Oh, um, thanks. Girl stuff.